With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Jiggy Jaguar Show. Welcome back to our big broadcast here on iHeartRadio, AMFM247.com. Build, grow, and enjoy today. And I am just finishing up the post-production there on our previous guest, John Hansen. Listen to us on iHeartRadio. If you're listening to us on Build, Grow, and Enjoy, go download that episode or listen to it on buildgrownenjoy.com. It's a hell of a deal. We are going to go to Dr. Jack Caravelli here in just a few moments and talk about The Age of Hatred, which is his latest book. We're going to pull him up on the old Skype-a-rooney. The old Skype-a-rooney. We're going to pull up Dr. Jack Caravelli. Hello. And there is Dr. Jack. How are you, sir? Hey, James. Good evening. Now, um, Dr. Jack Caravelli joins us today here on iHeartRadio, also here on Build, Grow, and Enjoy. And uh, in this uh, edition, we uh, we talk to Dr. Jack each and every week about uh, all sorts of different current affairs and things going on in the world around us. But this week, I want to spotlight his book, The Age of Hatred, Islam, Iran, and the New Middle East. Uh, Dr. Jack Caravelli co-authored this book with a uh, great, great co-author, Jordan Forzy? Is that you pronounce the gentleman's name? Yeah, Jordan Forzy. Now, um, tell us a little bit. Journalist. Tell us about this book. How, how did you guys come together to uh, put this book together? Well, I'm, I met Jordan during a uh, speech I was giving at a conference in uh, in Rome uh, a couple of years ago, and he came up to me. He's a, uh, uh, a political correspondent on air for uh, Sky Italia, which is a major uh, broadcasting network uh, in Italy, of course. Uh, he speaks, uh, he actually is a dual U.S. and Italian citizen and uh, speaks perfect uh, English and perfect Italian. Uh, we got to talking and one thing led to the next, but I, I think the substance, James, of the question, and thank you for that, uh, is simply that, um, you know, we, we, we both shared a, a view that, you know, the, the changes in the Middle East have been both so profound and so important for the United States that there was a, a story to be told, and we wanted to do that. I mean, as you, you know, look at events uh, over the past week or two, uh, in Saudi Arabia, for example, there's been a, a massive uh, purge, and that's the only way to describe it, of uh, a lot of very uh, influential and important uh, Saudis, uh, uh, wealthy princes, uh, ministers in government, uh, done uh, really by the very young crown prince uh, who's trying to really revolutionize Saudi Arabia, and I, he may well succeed. So, you know, we, we watch, you know, the, the, the entire region, whether it's the Saudis on one side, the Iranians on the other, uh, you know, knowing that, you know, what happens in distant lands that, you know, many of our, you know, listeners and 
uh, um, citizens will never see, you know, really matters, you know, a great deal, obviously including the, the price of oil, but also stability in a region where, as you know, uh, we've committed, uh, uh, you know, American troops. Uh, many have, have perished there. We spent uh, literally uh, several trillion dollars probably on the, the war in Iraq. So it, it's, it's important, it's topical, uh, and it is a kaleidoscope uh, of issues that are really uh, impactful on the lives we live here today, even if it doesn't uh, seem that way at times. So it was a, sort of a great motivator, collection of motivators to, uh, you know, take on the story. And I'm, you know, it, it was great fun to work with Jordan. And, you know, the nice feedback, and, and I thank you for asking the question, the, the, the great feedback has been that we, we really tried, particularly because Jordan is not uh, an academic, he's a journalist, we tried to write it in a way that is approachable uh, by people just interested in learning a little bit more about the, um, uh, about the region and why it's so uh, darn important for, for America. So thanks for that, and uh, that's what we tried to do, and I, I guess some of the feedback we've had seems to indicate that we've succeeded. So, uh, you know, again, it's uh, with Christmas approaching, uh, you know, these things are always great stocking stuffers. Definitely, definitely. We've got Dr. Jack Caravelli joins us today here in a broadcast. The Age of Hatred, ISIS, Iran, and the New Middle East. And uh, Dr. Jack joins us today here on our broadcast. Now, um, contrast and comparing some of your other books that you've written and co-written in the past, uh, how does The Age of Hatred stack up against those? Well, you know, I guess that maybe this is a bad analogy, James, but I guess it's like being a, a parent. You know, each of the each of your children has a you know, particular meaning or, or value or, you know, uh, you know special uh, place in your heart. Uh, you know, I've, I've written four. Uh, they're on Amazon. Uh, I have two more sort of in the works, one on, one on cyber, uh, one on the uh, North Korea and, and Iran nuclear crisis. Uh, that'll be with Jordan again. Uh, but, I, I, you know, I guess they're, you know, they, they, they came at different times. Uh, you know, those out there that have written books and articles know that, you know, the, the, the process just, you know, takes time to do a, to do a good book of about 100,000 words. You know, it takes research and thought and, and a lot of effort. And, of course, as you're doing those things, you know, the, the rest of the world, your, your, you know, your, your, your duties, your travels, your uh, other engagements, you know, don't stop. So, you know, it's, it, it's a process. The... You know, I'm very fond of the, um, you know, all of them. I guess I'm kind of being, uh, you know, biased, but the, uh, you know, perhaps of anything, you know, the one that I, you know, like, um, you know, maybe as, as much as any of them, uh, you know, e even at least up to this current one, is the first that I did. Uh, it was called Nuclear Insecurity, uh, I, I guess for two reasons. Number one, it was the first book that I, uh, you know, put my name to, uh, did, did it alone, no co-authors. Uh, the other was, and you and I have talked about this, uh, you know, written uh, and endorsed, actually endorsed by uh, Margaret Thatcher uh, not long before her, her passing. Uh, so, that, you know, that, that meant a great deal to me that uh, for the first time in uh, her career, she endorsed a book that was, uh, that had um, 
but written by someone who was not on her staff. So I, I, I respected that. I appreciated that. And, you know, I think that endorsement, as I'm sure many of your other authors have told you, endorsements, you know, to mean a lot in the fact that, you know, she took an unprecedented step to, uh, you know, say good things about the book. It's on the, the back cover, and I think it's actually printed on Amazon as well. Uh, you know, that meant a great deal to me. So I, you know, I, I guess I like the current one I did because it's, you know, it covers a lot of ground, and I, I like the first one simply because, you know, it was the first. You know, it was a thrill to get, uh, you know, a name on a, on a real book. And uh, the fact that that first one had Mrs. Thatcher's endorsement meant a great deal to me. We've got Dr. Jack Caravelli joining us today here on our broadcast, and uh, we're chatting with him today about his book, The Age of Hatred. ISIS, Iran, and the New Middle East. He co-authored this book. It is absolutely amazing. Um, kind of give us, uh, w w what exactly did you guys do as far as elements to draw upon to develop this book? Well, we, you know, I, I think there were, there were probably three or four, James, big themes in the book. And one, is, one is certainly Iran, and, you know, you've been awfully generous and you know, through our many conversations and giving time to talk about that. So Iran was one of them. You know, we, we felt we should and needed to, you know, just to go into depth about, you know, how things came to be, as, as well as some of the things they're doing that are, you know, great threat to, you know, not, not only the United States, but our, you know, our friends in Israel, uh, threats to uh, the Saudis uh, and the like. So Iran is sort of one element. The second, of course, is, is terrorism. Uh, you know, we've watched the development of, you know, the terrorist threat, ISIS, uh, sort of an outgrowth from al-Qaeda, uh, you know, over the past uh, uh, eight, nine, ten years. Uh, you know, I tried to go into some of the, the reasons for that, including some of the, you know, what Jordan and I considered the, you know, some really poor decisions made by the Obama administration. Uh, and, you know, we talk about that. Uh, you know, we were strong advocates for the you know, the type of, you know, much more robust uh, military engagements against ISIS uh, that President Trump has pursued. Uh, those things, those policies have yielded, you know, very good results. ISIS is really, uh, you know, close to total defeat uh, in the region. Uh, you know, I think that's a very, very good thing. Uh, that doesn't take ISIS off the, uh, the table. Uh, uh, you know, being a threat, it's more active probably uh, in uh, in Africa than it was, and the like. But you know, there was no real reason that we couldn't and shouldn't uh, have defeated ISIS probably some years earlier. They're no match for you know America's military might. You know, Barack Obama, for whatever reasons, just you know chose not to engage. Uh, so ISIS was sort of the uh, and terrorism across the board was the second, you know, theme of the book. The third theme of the book is, is really, you know, and, and I think, you know, good books, you know, of this genre, you know, to talk about, you know, current events and all. You know, I, I think the challenge for authors is not just to capture the past, but to try to shed some light on where, where you think this all goes. You know, what, what does it mean? Why should we care? Uh, and I think Jordan and I, uh, sort of the, the the third part of the book, you know, tried to take that sort of forward-looking uh, approach, uh, you know, to the Middle East, uh, you know, again, with all of the 
different kind of cross elements uh, that exist today and, you know, make some, uh, make some predictions. We may or may not be right, but we wanted to, again, give the reader a sense of the dynamic flavor and quality of the region at the same time saying that, you know, the big, big change is coming. It's the Middle East we're, we're, we're seeing today, and we're almost certainly going to see, you know, in the next few years with, a, again, just for example, the crown prince and his actions in Saudi Arabia, it's going to look a lot different. And because it looks a lot different, we should, number one, pay attention, and number two, really begin to think through, you know, what, what it means for us. So, you know, that's all, all, all good stuff, and I, again, hope that, you know, some of the listeners will, uh, will give it a chance. We've got Dr. Jack Caravelli with us today. He joins us live here on Build, Grow, and Enjoy. The Age of Hatred, ISIS, Iran, and the New Middle East. It is the latest from Dr. Jack. He co-authored this incredible, incredible book. Now, um, we talked about some of the reactions you're beginning to the book so far. Um, Give us the profile of the typical reader who's going to love your book, Dr. Jack. Well, I think that part of the profile, James, would be uh, any reader smart enough to buy it. You know, we, uh, we... Authors always think that you know those those who you know will pay twenty dollars or so for their for their thoughts and books are are are, are great and highly intelligent people. Um, I, I would you know I'd like to think we you know we hit an audience that's diverse. Uh, again, for some of the the younger listeners, you know we've got a book that uh, again points to the future. You know th- this is going to be you know the way it is today is going to be even different you know, five or ten years from now, and, you know, it's always great to have a grounding in this. The other, the other part to sort of wind it in a different direction is simply the, uh, you know, maybe may an, an older audience, uh, you know, that understands and has, has seen, again, the incredible, uh, you know, transformations and importance of the Middle East, you know, in their lifetimes. You know, you think back to the, you know, the oil crisis in 73, Wars in the Middle East, uh, you know the challenges with Israel, uh, and you know I think what you know I, I tried to do in all of the chapters uh, that we talked about, whether it's ISIS or Iran or the, the general direction of things in countries like Egypt, we really tried to give a snapshot in the in the first part of those chapters, James, about the you know that history, sort of how did we get to the place you know we are today, whether again it's it's Iran or the Saudis or oil prices. So, you know, uh, we really try to provide a, a context. And I, I think the, uh, if you will, the older readers, uh, which, of course, you and I would never be considered that, um, the, the older readers will, uh, I think, be able to relate to it. But I think for the, you know, some of the younger readers, I hope they'll get a sense of the importance of history uh, and that, you know, there are, there are reasons why things are the way they are in 2017, and sometimes to understand that, you've got to go back five years, ten years, or 25 years. So, you know, I'd, I'd like to think that there's something for, for all the demographics, and, you know, again, uh, you know, people, people will vote for whether they, they, they buy it or not, but, you know, I think that's what we at least try to accomplish. We've got Dr. Jack Caravelli joins us today here on Build, Grow, and Enjoy.
It is a fantastic conversation, the age of hatred. ISIS, Iran, and the New Middle East is the latest from Dr. Jack and his co-author, Jordan. It is a heck of a deal. Now, um, this this book is, like I said, incredibly well written. You guys put a lot of time and effort into this. Um, how is this book relevant in today's society? Well, look, I mean, we, you know, it's a great question, James, and um, it, it, it's one I'm not uh, often asked, but I, I really, so I really appreciate you doing it. Um, look, we we live in a global world. I mean, we can. I, I know that Trump, uh, you know, talks about America first, but I think you know what he's finding is how you put the interest and values of America first is is by at least a you know uh, moderate engagement in the world. You know that is you know a couple things. Number one, it's you know, using allies and insisting that allies like in NATO contribute, uh, you know, to defense, uh, burden sharing, if you will. Uh, number two, it's uh, using allies uh, like the, you know, the Japanese, the South Koreans, you know, when we, we deal with North Korea. Again, when, when Trump came into office, you know, almost a year ago, uh, he, you know, you know, had no way of knowing that North Korea, you know, w- would become as big a problem, you know, as it is today. I mean, he certainly knew North Korea was a problem, but, you know, in the months that he's been in office, you know, the problem has grown much worse. And, you know, that tells me that, again, you know, we all may want the world to be or act or look, you know, in a particular way, but, you know, in, in many areas, again, certainly in Asia and in the Middle East, where, you know, Jordan and I concentrated our efforts on on the age of hatred. Um, you know, the, the world doesn't always behave and play the way we would like. And, you know, we can do one of two things. We can, you know, stick our head in the proverbial sand, uh, whether it's the Middle East or somewhere else, uh, or, you know, we take on these issues, we use our resources, use our intelligence, use the, you know, support of the American people to try to bring some stability to those areas. So we are, you know, whether we like it or not, the world is getting smaller every day. It's, it's a global world. And, you know, if, it, uh, you know, I'm not saying we should, you know, again, uh, you know, have a war in the Middle East or have a war in Asia. You know, no one wants that. But, you know, the best way, you know, as, as Ronald Reagan, you know, articulated so well, you know, a, a generation ago, uh, you know, the, if you want str- if you want peace, prepare for war. Be strong. Show that we're committed. Show that we stay the course. Show that we're good to allies. Show that we expect you know something in reciprocity from them. And if if you can do those things, you know you you know you preserve peace. But at the same time, you also you know preserve stability. You preserve our security. And our prosperity, you know, it's probably, James, not a coincidence that the, you know, I mean, the considerable, the great surge in the stock market has coincided with Trump's call for strength around the world. Even as he talks about America first, he certainly talks strong, he's acted strong, uh, and look, uh, again, the at least the stock market, whether these guys are right or not, I don't know. But, you know, many are voting with the belief that our prosperity 
uh, is reinforced by, by strong politics. So, you know, that, that's what the book tries to, tries to capture. But more than anything, you know, to your great question, we, we are in a, a, a world of, you know, globalization of international commerce, obviously international politics, where, you know, Trump's visit is a great example, uh, you know, to South Korea, to Japan, to China, to try to work through a problem, North Korea, that, you know, I'm sure he would prefer not to have to deal with, but he is. But I would argue that in, in dealing with that, in, in making a long trip, in consulting with the Chinese, the South Koreans, the Japanese, that he will make America stronger if, you know, if he can reduce, you know, the threat. So, you know, good on him for doing that. And, again, our, our book tries to capture the spirit that we don't have endless resources, we don't have endless time, but we have a lot of interest, and the best way to support those interests and our prosperity is to engage uh, cleverly uh, in parts of the world that really matter to us. We've got Dr. Jack Caravelli with us today. He joins us live here on Build, Grow, and Enjoy, talking about the age of hatred, ISIS, Iran, and the new Middle East. It is a fantastic conversation with our good friend, Dr. Jack Caravelli. And um, what's the message you want readers to get from this book? Message? Wow. Um, the, you know, the, num- I, I guess it's a couple parts, James. Uh, number one, the, you know, the, the region... Of, of great importance to our interest, again, not only our security, uh, but our prosperity. Uh, you know, a lot of that is, is found in the Middle East. So, you know, the more we, you know, I, I've got this kind of old-fashioned notion, maybe I'm old school, that the better informed, you know, our, you know, our citizens are, uh, the more they can engage with their elected leaders. Uh, and that, you know, education and information is a good thing. You know, uh, the, the, the old movie uh, uh, Animal House that I'm sure uh, most people have seen probably dozens of times, you know, at the start of the movie, the, it, it pans to the, the statue where it says knowledge is good. And, you know, I, you know, I really believe in that. So, you know, whatever experience and expertise, you know, Jordan and I, you know, have brought, you know, to our lives and, you know, the, the, the career choices we've, we've made, you know, we want to turn that back and share them, uh, you know, with the readers. So, again, you know, I, I guess the message would be, uh, you know, change is not only coming, but it's here. That change is important. And number three, the, the better we understand what it is, how it came to be, uh, the, the better we will be as a nation. So, I, you know, I hope in a, in a very modest way we you know, make a contribution, you know, to understanding in an area of, of great importance, you know, for our country. Dr. Jack Caravelli with us today here on our broadcast. He has got the great book, The Age of Hatred, ISIS, Iran, and the New Middle East. He co-authored this book. It is absolutely, absolutely amazing. Now, um, when, when you went through and you put this book out there, what were some of your expectations for the book? Uh, expectations? Um we, we I, I think the expectation was what we talked about earlier. We, we really deliberately, you know, the first, I'll give you an example and contrast it. The first book I wrote was probably, you know, in, in a, a more academic or scholarly 
uh, you know, I went into a lot of detail on, on some issues. Uh, you know, we did it heavily with footnotes and all the things you would almost expect, uh, you know, in a book like that. But this book, there, there were different expectations, and James, that's a, that's a great description. And the expectation on this, again, was to write it in a sort of a jargon-free, but sort of, you know, quick read, easy-to-follow style that is still informative, uh, but, but really doesn't take the reader deep into, we don't, have, we don't have footnotes, we deliberately didn't do footnotes for this. Uh, we wanted it, and, and I would use the word accessible uh, to readers, so my expectation at least, and I, I can't speak for the readers, but you know, what, what we've heard from others is you know, we, we largely succeeded. You know, it, it's a book people can pick up, you know, you know, pay attention to for a, for a few hours, you know, without having their, you know, their heads twist too much, uh, and r- really come away with some of the, you know, the fundamental, the core understandings of, you know, of, of why we, we are uh, engaged in that region. And, you know, again, when they, you know, pick up the paper on, on, a, on a Sunday morning and, see headlines about ISIS or, or, or terrorism or, uh, or Iran or Saudi Arabia, you know, they, they've got a backdrop. They've got a, they say, yeah, I, I remember that. I, I know how this came to be, and I've got a context for that article that I'm, you know, reading online or, you know, in, in the newspaper this morning. Well, Dr. Jack, I appreciate you making time for us today. Thanks for coming on, Build, Grow, and Enjoy. Thanks for coming on and talking to us about this book, my friend. Well, James, I greatly appreciate the opportunity to do so and wish you and your listeners all the best. Well, I will definitely talk to you next week. Have yourself a wonderful, wonderful rest of the week. Thank you, my friend. Well, thank you, James. Take care. Appreciate it, my friend. That's Dr. Jack Caravelli here on iHeartRadio. AMFM, 247.com, tune in iTunes for your loyalty. If you would like to be a member of AMFM, 247.com, go to the website, AMFM247.com. Next week, we got more. Let's play. play. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.